JD Token Sports. It is Friday, March 22nd, 2019. All right, I want to get right to it. Now, Gumbo Chef has a play out, and it got reviewed, and it basically didn't knock the acting, but it knocked the, knocked the, the, the play. And, you know, I, I talked to him about it, and I was like, hey, dude, you know, it wasn't like they talked about the acting. They talked about that the play wasn't that good. And I thought the guy was very harsh. And he even at the end, he made a comment like, uh, like or not. Like, you know, like, fuck you, dude. And critics got too much fucking power as, as it is. And, you know, it's New York Times, so you're like, fuck, it's not a good review. And, and that, you know, but he put something up on Facebook, and I didn't tell him this because his brother's in town, which is cool, and he's spending time with him, so I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not bothering him. And... He put something about the playwright. And you know what? I thought about that. And, you know, I said, well, it's only the actors. Don't worry about it. You know, it's not the play. And it is. It affects it. You know, he wrote, put something really nice about the playwright. And those words hurt the playwright. Like, you know, fuck it. You know, oh, it's not good. The playwright said, oh, it could have been told in 10 minutes instead of 90 minutes or 85. And I was like, don't be a fucking douche. You know what? It's to, 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 to get a play, to get something done and get it out there. There's work that's in it. And I think even in the most terrible movie, there's always a moment. Like, you know, I made my movie, and I, I thought it wasn't the best. But there, at the, the last time, it was really, it, it clicked. There was a couple, there was some magical moments in that movie. And that's all you can ask for. And I, you know, I, he's still got a couple more weeks of his run, and I just want him to keep trucking and keep doing what he's doing, and that's all that he can do. And I'm kind of psyched. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not actually kind of psyched. I'm very psyched that this is a really cool time of year. You know, we have uh, March Madness. And my, my friend of mine, LG, I haven't spoken to her in forever. We went to grad school together. She went, now this is, this is, this is a woman who went to college, then went to grad school. And after she finished grad school with me in acting, she went right into law school down in South Carolina. So you're talking about, she went 10 years straight basically of school. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. I was like, I was very impressed, very impressed with her. And we just lost touch. Well, I saw her on LinkedIn and then I was like, you know, it's been so long. I, I, I was like, I'm going to just contact her. So I contact her and bam, she responds. So she see, leave, leaves me a long message. And while well, she's in grad school, you know, you, everybody tries to lose their accent. Well, she got the, she got the, she's got the accent all back. She's got three kids now, which is crazy. She, her oldest is like a junior in high, in high school. And I'm like, oh my God. That's when I feel so freaking old. I'm like, holy shit. And I was like, wow. And uh, just it just blows my mind. So she today, I, I love, I, this is what I love about LG. She sends me a text. And this, this is what she said. I said, oh my God. I, just, I was laughing my ass off. She said, uh, she's at, she's not, I said, she's at the game. She was the Gardner-Webb UVA game. Now UVA lost last year to uh, University of Maryland, Baltimore County, UMBC. So they're down 36-30 to Gardner-Webb, the running Bulldogs, as she put it. And she had people going crazy. Well, in the second half, so it was 36-30, and all of a sudden, it was like 69-50. They just blew them out of the second half. I mean, at one point, I think they were 15-28 shooting, and Gardner-Webb was 5-16, so they blew them out. She said, I'm at Columbia Colonial Life Arena, where the Gamecocks play. And she went with someone she worked with. I, oh, she said she was Jersey. She was an attorney. I said, single. She goes, married to a cop. I go, don't say anything to her. So she saw the Oklahoma Ole Miss blowout. She said it wasn't, wasn't a good game. And then she's pulling for Gardner Webb. And she goes, she goes, if they lose two years in a row, that could be fairly damaging. I like how she's that fairly damaging for them. 
LG. She's the best. And I sent her my last podcast. So she drives from, she lives in um, South Carolina, South Kakalaki. And I actually went to a wedding in South Carolina. So she, and it's an hour commute. And she goes, well, I got an hour commute each way. So she listens to the podcast both ways, which I thought was really cool. And I want to go down to Chapel Hill and her husband's family, who I love her husband, her husband, best, best story I ever tell about her husband. We went to the UNC Duke game. Now that was the year that Duke lost to UConn in the championship game. That was Elton Brand. We were at the game. We were getting tickets that morning. You're free. We had to get there like six o'clock in the morning. And her husband, Ben says to me, he goes, look around. This is when you see the real good-looking girls. Because it's 6 o'clock in the morning. They can't do their makeup. They can't really, and they just got to come to get tickets. And he was right. So it was kind of funny. It always stuck, stood with me, you know, like, stuck with me. Like, 6 o'clock in the morning, you see these women, and you're like, you're right. It's not like they're going to really do their makeup. They're going to wake up, roll out of bed, and come get tickets. It was always funny. And he teaches Latin, the dead language. It's not dead if he's teaching it. So really cool. So I want to see her when I go down there. I thought that was a really, really adorable. Really cool. And Supernatural is ending after season 15. I thought that show was going to go on forever. And how about Murray State freaking yesterday? John Morant, sophomore, had 70 points, 16 assists, 11 rebounds, only the eighth player to have a triple-double in the NCAA tournament, second player in the last 20 years to have at least 15 points, 50 assists, 10, 10 rebounds. And I got, listen, you know what I got crushed? So I was, looking at my, I was looking at my things today. I had Murray State beating Marquette. So they beat Marquette. And then I had them losing to Florida State. So that's okay. But I had Nevada going all the way to the freaking Sweet 16. They're gone, which I thought they were going to beat Florida. They didn't look good at all. They were clanking it up. And Buffalo, as I am, was... Buffalo was... Oh, they're up by 11 in the second half. Yeah, so... Oklahoma blew out Ole Miss by 23. That was a blowout. UC Irvine, that was, I, I did take, I did take UC Irvine. I have UC, UC Irvine going all the way to 316. So UC and Irvine is the 13 beat the four. So I'm hoping that, yeah, that's going to be kind of cool. Yeah, so very cool. Yeah, so I took them in the upset today. Colgate was playing tough, but they lost to Tennessee. Yeah, Virginia won by 15. They were down by six at the half. So they, they were down 36 30 at the half. They outscored them 41 to 15 in the second half. And I got to talk about, okay. I didn't get, haven't done a show, but FDU, Greg Horrenda, they get their first ever NCAA tournament win. They beat Prairie View AM in the first four. And Greg Horrenda, who had blood clots last year at the Final Four, thought he was going to die. He didn't want to die in Texas. And. Let me tell you something. They they weren't playing that great. And then he got his uh, point guard, Jenkins. There was one point where he, he made a bad play and he bumped him. And Jenkins only had two points in the first half against Prairie View. He scores 20 in the second half. And they're going crazy. After the game, He uh, they had all these FDU uh, fans come to Dayton. And he said that uh, I'm paying for everybody's meal. And he did which was really good. So then yesterday, we were eating dinner. I, 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 I had to teach uh, kids in Leone that fucking funny as shit. These kids are awesome. So freaking funny. And I get home. I go, Dad, what do you think they're down? He goes, I think 20. I said 25. They were down 42-17 in the first half. We finished eating. I said, Dad, what do you think? I said, I think they're, they were down 53-17 at the half. They ended up losing by, I think they lost 84-40. Yeah, they, ended up, they, get, they got blown out. But they actually played better in the second half, which is all you can ask for. And Greg Horrenda had a senior, one of the seniors, 
had hurt his back all season, came in, scored a bat bucket at the end, and he missed the free throw. The I one, he goes, I wanted us to get the 50, but he went over and hugged his coach because he was a senior, had missed almost the whole season, didn't even think he could travel, gets on the court and uh, with his bad back, and it, 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 was, it was pretty sweet, dude. It was, it was pretty freaking sweet. And I think that is a, that's a great year. Listen, they're in the NEC. All the, that's what you got to take with all these small conferences. They basically have five players, and they have no depth. So if those five players go down, that's it. Like Minnesota yesterday, they didn't get any points for the bench. And how about that? Richard Patino beats his dad's ex-team Louisville in the first round. And they're going to play Michigan State, which I don't. I agree with uh, Mad Dog that that was bullshit. That the two teams should play each other in the second round. I I I think they could have put. They said they could have switched them and Seton Hall. Seton Hall got fucking blown out by Wofford. And Arizona State, St. John's was terrible. Terrible. And I don't know about Pons, Shamari Pons, who wants to go pro. I think he should stay another year. I think he needs the season. This is going to be a late first, early second round draft pick. What's the point of going out? Stay another year and see what you can get. Ridiculous. And Mookie Betts, now, you know, talk about all this money going around. Mookie Betts in 2017 turned out an eight year, $200 million contract. He's made $32 million, includes $20 million this season. And he said he will, he will take one year contracts until he's a free agent. Why not? Why not go to arbitration every year and get the most money he can get? I mean, he's betting on himself, he's a, but he's already made $32 million. He, he believes in himself. He, and, you know, a lot of these guys are, yeah, J- Jaleel Jenkins for FDU, 22nd of He got bumped. It was funny. Lit a fire on his ass. It was awesome. But I think, I, I, look, look, uh, Cousins betted himself went franchise tag for two years. I would do that too. I figured, fucking, why, why, why get my max value? They have me under arbitration, get the most money I can. I'm, I believe my abilities. And instead of taking this long contract, you know, I thought that it was crazy for Aaron Hicks to take 70 or $70 million. But I'll tell you, he's injury prone. And for him, that's a lot of money. That's, a, that's guaranteed money. They're never going to take that money away from him. It's not like football. That money can go away to, in a second. Unbelievable. And the Knicks, man. What are the Knicks' record? Knicks the other night, yeah. The Knicks are playing. Knicks are playing. No, I don't think. They're, oh, they're playing the. They're fourteen and fifty-eight. They're playing the Nuggets tonight, at home, and the Nets play. If the Nets beat the Lakers tonight, the Lakers are eliminated. End of story, right there. They have nine of their final eleven games. They need to go four seven the last eleven games. Well, okay, no, now they need to go. They need to win four of their last. Fifty-eight, seventy-two. Wait, wait, 14, they're 61, 62. Yeah, 10 games. They got 10 games left. They got to go 4 and 6 in their last 10. They got to win 4 of the last 10 to avoid the 2014-2015 team that lost 17 of 65. Got blown up by the Jazz, and they got the Nuggets, the Clippers, the Raptors, the Heat, and the Bulls. So the Bulls, they get a win. And how about this? The Mets are going to do something crazy. They're going to do a new Netflix-style subscription deal that lets Met fans score standing room-only access to nearly every regular season home game. $39 a month. Anyone with an iPhone or Android can sign up for the app-based program and download mobile tickets to 78 games this season. Even at the last minute, a rep for the team told the Post, New York Post. The baseball buffs then scan their mobile tickets at the gate. It's targeted the millennial, yeah. They said even if you come three games a month, it's a great deal. Yeah, that's, that's cheap. Folks with the so-called Amazon, Amazon Mets Pass, which auto-renews every month, can also upgrade to seated tickets on week, weekdays. Yeah, but they want to see if they improve. The only catch, it doesn't include in-demand games on their home op- or their home opener. Uh, April, uh, uh, their home opener, April 4th, 
And the two games of the Yankees, July 2nd, July 3rd, users are not allowed to buy more than six subscriptions each. They said the Cardinals and Twins have done this in recent years. Well, yeah, now, Betances has an MRI done in him on his shoulder. They said, well, he, his kid was born. He tried to catch up. You can't always catch up. You got to take it slow. Birth of first kid, everything happens. And then I read this about uh, Mike Trout. You know, everybody's saying, oh, the money, you know. If, if this is what the market warrants, they get the money that the market warrants. He seemed to recognize how good he has it, you know, with little incentive to disrupt. Yeah, he doesn't want to, He's dominant on the field and respected off it, comfortable with the direction of his franchise, happy in both Southern Cal and Southern New Jersey, and extremely well paid. If you were Mike Trout, his agent Craig Landis once asked, would you really wake up in the morning and say, I've got to start changing things? No, I wouldn't do a freaking thing. And James Harden this year scored 30 points or more against all 29 teams in this season. That's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that one. And uh, Kirk Herrera was even winless in four D2 tournament appearances at UMass Lowell. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, he goes, I'm buying you dinner. Yeah, he, had, he at the Final Four last year in San Antonio, he was hospitalized with blood clots and spent eight days in intensive care. He ended up spending 15 days in the hospital before he could return to Jersey. He told my wife I didn't want to die in Texas. There was a reason to live. In the hospital, I had two major blood clots and a very high fever. Like a one, 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 almost 105. I was in intensive care for eight days, but I just thought of my team every time I talked to them about getting back and working hard and just chipping away. Well, that's how I got out of there. I was in a bed. I was in a wheelchair, then a walker or a cane, and now we're dancing. It's amazing. It's not real. It's like it couldn't happen. It would be a fantasy fiction if someone were to write it, but I lived, lived it, and I'm cherishing this moment. This team has rallied around me, but it's not about me or my illness. They're kids. And they want to play basketball in games. And that's what I feel. That's what, he, you know, when the coaches talk about it, it's, it, they really do. This bond they have with their players is pretty freaking awesome. It really is. And you know what? This kind of pisses me off when I read this stuff. Stephen A. Smith, he uh, talked about that the punter Tressway started one game at quarterback for Washington. That punter Tressway started one game at quarterback for Washington. No, he never did. The punter. And then he talked about that Mike Trout's new deal with the Angels and what it means for Mike Sosha, who left the team after last season. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Trent Way started one game at Tress Way started one quarter one game at quarterback. Tress, it's like, you know, and you're doing, you, you know, he does these things all the time, and he just talks out of his ass. And I'm just like, yeah, punter for the Redskins. He started one game at quarterback. Yeah, he's a punter. <laughs> it's like, dude. It's like, are you kidding me? No, he didn't start a quarterback. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? And and how about this? Jake Olson, who's the team's long snap, snap long snapper for USC, he did a bench press workout to raise money for his reps for uh, retinoblastoma. Lost his eyesight to the disease more than a decade ago. And they said that uh, Dwayne Haskins threw great A-plus at his pro day. Patrick Shermer was there. So was Mike Shula. And that uh, Will Greer for uh, uh, West Virginia also had a great great, great pro day. And they're talking about Jonathan Williams for uh, Mike Miller. Said that Jonathan Williams from uh, Alabama is going to be an all-pro. Ten-year all-pro. We'll see how that works out. And punter Tyler Newsom for, for Notre Dame. 30 on the fucking bench press. 30 bench presses. That would be better than all but two of the tight ends, edge defenders, cornerback specialists, or linebackers at this year's combine. 30 for a freaking punter. That's a freaking beast. 
and it's interesting. You know, there's uh, only two active players right now, seven three or tall in the NBA: Porzingis and uh, Marjanovic for uh, Boban Marjanovic for the Sixers. And then there's that kid at UFC. His name is a uh, uh, Taco Fall, seven foot six at U- at uh, Central Florida, and then Christ Kumaji, who's seven four at Florida State. And Fall said that basketball's opened a lot of doors for me, but there's more to me than the ball, the hoop. I definitely don't want to be defined by that. I definitely don't want to be seen as an attraction either. And they're saying that, you know, these guys have to, you know, that the game has changed where it's gone away more from the hoop. But I still think you can always use size to, to stop some shots and everything. Yeah, and freaking, yeah. I'm not even going to talk. They played terrible. St. John's, that was a terrible game. They were down 29-11 in the first half. They couldn't shoot for shit. Game was over. End of story. We're done there. We're done. Oh, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Tarantino put, it's on the trailer, it says the ninth movie, ninth film by Quentin Tarantino. Are you fucking kidding me? I, I love you to death, but do you have to tell me this is the ninth film by Quentin Tarantino? And I love, I love period pieces. I'm going to see it. I want to see Us. Us looks amazing. You know what? Superstore did another freaking snowing again, which I felt like, you know, guys, you're jumping the shark. I don't think it's as good as it used to be. AP Bio, funny. Not good. And I love freaking Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And school, schooled is good, but then at the end of the episode, they go back and they talk to a teacher, which really doesn't work as it does with the Goldbergs. The Goldbergs is part of the family where schooled isn't. Ooh. So Clint Frazier is going to start the season in AAA. That kind of sucks for him. I thought he was going to make the team. You know why they put him down? They don't want to fucking... That means they have service time with him, which I hate. There's six years of service time. Yeah. Like Mike Trout made uh, was earning just $1 million when he won... Uh, Third full season when he was won the MVP. But then they said, like, Ryan Howard got $125 million in 2010 and basically was overpaid. And they don't want to do that stuff anymore. And the mega deals were given to guys 27 and younger. Like, uh, Dallas Kukul still hasn't been signed. Some of these guys aren't getting paid yet. And I like what uh, Adam uh, Odovino, the y- Yankees pitcher, says. I don't think that we thought that teams all of a sudden were going to just stop competing to the g- degree that they are now. A lot of things change really fast. And then I read this, Kaepernick and Eric Reed are going to get less than $10 million. Less than 10, league is, that league is fucking great. I was shocked with all the time that, that he missed Kaepernick and he got over $14 million his last year playing. Unbelievable. I thought he was going to get, I was shocked. I said, really? Less than $10 million? I, I, I thought it was a lot more. I thought it was like tens of millions. Fucking greedy ass fucking league. I don't know why they settled for it. And most of it's going to cost legal costs. But hey, I guess he didn't, he didn't fight. I guess he wants to get back to playing. I guess that's what he settled to in a way that he's like, listen, I'm going to get back in the field and I'll do that stuff. And they're going to have their annual meeting starting Sunday in Phoenix. At last, uh, last year's meeting, the news media focused heavily on Kaepernick's as- as- absence and on the NFL's position on whether players should be required to stand on the field for the anthem. Yeah, whatever. We'll see how that works out. And then at Blake Snell, who was only supposed to get, they were going to give him a $15,500 raise this year, which people are talking about, got a five-year, $50 million contract that runs through 2023, which would have been Snell's first year of free agency. The deal could pay an additional $2 million in incentives, the club said. Not bad. Largest contract. According to the race, the largest contract ever given to a pitcher before he has reached arbitration, topping the $42 million given to Gio Gonzalez with the National in 2012, and it could top the $10 million uh, average annual value that uh, Severino just got this offseason, and he's not even pitching right now. Earlier this month, the Rays renewed Snell at five hundred seventy-three thousand seven hundred dollars, raised just fifteen thousand five hundred. 
and he wasn't eligible this year for arbitration, so they could assign him a salary for 2019 without his approval, but they didn't. And then I read this, you know, someone said, you know, is Bill Buckner at fault? And there's this thing, Quora, which answers all these weird questions, but I thought this was interesting about Bill Buckner. They said that uh, the ball, that ball did take an unexpected hop. Also, Dwight Evans, the greatest, he had a cannon, made an error in that game, but nobody tagged him as a bad fielder for the rest of the game. And Calvin Schiraldi allowed six Mets on base by hit or walk in two and two-third innings, including the last four Mets who scored. Bob Stanley, he called a human Wookiee, who was so big that he never would have made it to first base to take Buckner's throw, had, had it not taken it, had it not taken, yeah, who would have, who, who would have made it to first base to take Buckner's throw, Buckner's throw had it not taken an unexpected hop. And listen, John McNamara wanted Buckner, an injured man, to play that field at the end of the game for the first time the whole season. Usually Dave Stapleton was the go-to man at first base in games the whole season. But nope. And he said, you know, it's interesting. Like, as my dad said, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, Johnny Mac decided, hey, let's, let's fucking change, change the program. And it doesn't work. At Buckner's career, fielding average was 992. And now he lives in Iowa, they said. But uh, every time it comes a fun way, he gets a standing ovation. And some people held up signs that said, we forgive you, Bill. And I always tell them he doesn't need to be forgiven. He didn't do anything wrong. And he was not the reason they lost game six of the 1986 World Series. I thought that was pretty cool. thought that was pretty freaking cool. Oh, and the guy who, uh, on his name was uh, Nadi Bersia. He was the center. Final game. Only played two games a season because of back injury. Yeah. Hit the layup. And then went over to give uh, Horrenda a big hug. Yeah. This is what Horrenda said about him. uh, Nadi is one of the best, one of the nicest kids and grown men. He's a grown man now. That to know him on our campus, he is like the Pied Piper. He walks around and there's love and he's a great kibitzer. As my mother would say, he can talk and you love him. When he couldn't play, it really hurt. As he went down, he said, Coach, I want to dress. I'm feeling better. Can I dress and can I potentially play? I said, Nadi, if you can play, I'm going to play you. Tonight, our trainer said it would be safe for him to play. His back was really, he couldn't travel. You know, you know, you guys know when you when you have a bad back, you can't do anything. So listen to this. I said, Nadi, I need 50 points. That was the second goal to get to 50, and he got, he's got 49 on the foul line, but he was, I don't think he knew where he was. <laughs> said he's going to be successful, whatever he does in life. Business major. thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, pretty freaking cool. I, Lucy Gray cracks me up, man. Oh, I I'm so glad she's back in my life. I, I just, she's, she's awesome. She's awesome. Yeah. Bet she had a blast today. I can check my score updates. All right, so let me see. Da, da, da. He said, I want to do a podcast. So Buffalo's up by 20. Oregon and Wisconsin tied. Yes. Yes. Good going. I took Buffalo. I took, I like Buffalo. I, I did. I like Buffalo. I always liked Buffalo. Oh, and then there was a woman I was talking to online and my buddy Rock found this app with the picture and it, it was catfish. It was bullshit. It wasn't a real person. And Randall Cobb is a cowboy, which I love him. That's a, I think that's an upgrade over Cole Beasley. Big upgrade. And Le'Veon Bell only planned to miss sitting the miss week one but didn't feel comfortable coming back, which I don't understand. Like, you know, it didn't sound like he was a big fan of Big Ben. And uh, Clay Matthews is now a Ram. Signs a two-year deal with the Rams. Kind of on the way down in his career. But, you know, hey, 
and A.B., Antonio Brown, now perfect, who freaking almost took off Antonio Brown's head, are both now Raiders. And he said, there's nothing negative here. Perfect, says, we're on the same team. We're trying to win a championship here. Bygones are bygones. Yeah, he signs a one-year, $5 million deal. Yeah, and there was a Dr. Oz, they put his daughter's having his fourth kid. Why is that news in people? Dr. Oz's daughter is having a fucking fourth kid. Why do I care? I don't. A.J. McCarron signed with the Texans. And Derek Carr now has Mike Lennon backing him up with the um, with the Raiders. And uh, Bernard Hopkins and Juan Manuel Marquez headlined the seventh Hall of Fame class of Buck. Man, I, I, I once read a thing about Bernard Hopkins when he, he used to shop at, uh, he said he wanted his money for his kids and then his kids' kids. And he said when people came over, you know, asking for money, because this guy went to prison, got out of prison, and when he defended his title forever, and he's very smart with his money. And he said, when people come over, he goes, look at the family tree. Okay, tell me where you are on the tree. Because he's like, people always asking for fucking money. I'll never forget when he said that. And he really is. He says, just because I have the money. He goes, I, I don't have to drive a, 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 I need a car that gets me around. He, he wasn't about spending the money. And how about this? Uh, Hal's going to love this. Alex Bregman, one of the chosen people, gets a six-year, $100 million contract extension from the freaking Astros. I think that's a good deal. Hofstra lost to uh, NC State in the first round of the NIT. That's over with. Yeah, Giants. Yeah, did the most work on. Uh, said they're not. A, uh, yeah, they they said they're not interested in Haskins. They did the most work on him during the season. Yeah, crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Oh, and I want to get this book by Bob Clapish, Clap, Clapshit, Clap, Clapshis, and Paul uh, Solitaroff, Inside the Empire, the true power behind the New York Yankees. And it's about um, Cashman. And they said, you know, they'll always, you know, they, they basically said that Cashman was George Steinbrenner's whipping boy, but it wasn't true. They said the reason that George kept them so long is because he always, they said they had shouting matches back and forth. And it was interesting that Derek Jeter, you know, when he finally became free agents, he wanted a big contract, and he was on the downside of his career. So Cashman goes three years, fifty-one million, and they go, "Well, you know, what other, what other, uh, um, what other shortstops are there out there?" And he said, "Really? You want to know what?" A? And he started naming off three, and and uh, and uh, basically. Uh, Jared Jeter stormed out of the meeting. Was like, well, you know, I I don't have to like this. I don't have to like this. I'm, I don't have to sit here and take this. I'm like, but he basically wanted to, uh, you, you know, he wanted to stay there, but he wanted to make a whole uh, huff about it. And Cashman goes, go, go, go try to find a better deal out there, and he couldn't. And they said that uh, when uh, Pettit came back, there was a ball to the middle. He said, okay, they're going to get the out, and he, and, he, and uh, Jeter didn't get there, and he went like, oh shit, he can't get to those balls anymore, which I thought was kind of interesting. I was like, damn, yeah. Le'Veon Bell said that Roethlisberger is a great quarterback, but tough to play with. Come on. And the Mariners won the first two games. And I listened to John Heyman, who's an SI writer. He says they'll be lucky to win 50. He goes, they're going to go 50 and 112 this year. He said they won their first, first two games of the season. He goes, that's as good as it's going to get for them this year. I said, damn, that's, that's some pretty harsh shit. But they won their first two when Ichiro retired. I love freaking Ichiro. And then my mom found an email, a playbill, uh, email f- and and uh, Gumbo Chef's picture is on it, which I think is awesome. Yeah, it's great. And and then this freaking Taylor Harris is kicking a ball in a she's a female rugby player in Australia in Australian f- football for the Carlton Blues. There's this very athletic kick picture of her, and the 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 responses she got back were absolutely disgusting. 
I mean, you got to see your freaking strong ass legs. And it, they just made some really sexist remarks about her. Yeah, she's 21 years, years, uh, year old. And she said, an Australian broadcaster has apologized for sending the wrong message after deleting a photograph of a female football player that prompted a, a deluge of sexist and misogynist comments online. Yeah. She goes, here's a pic of me at work. She said, think about this before your derogatory comments, animals. Yeah, kicking a goal in Sunday's match against the Western Bulldogs after Australian television network JL, JAFL removed the image due to abusive and re- reprehensible comments. Just, it's ridiculous. You know, a female athlete that's, it's just a, it's a, you know, yeah, you know what it is because it's her leg up. And, you know, it's, it's not even showing, you know, she's got, she's got underwear underneath. It's not, but it's like showing a female freaking athlete. And people always go, and you know what it is? On social media, you could be the big, you're, oh, I'm a tough guy on, 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 uh, online. I'm, I'm, I'm a badass. I can say whatever the fuck I want. But off it, you know, you're, you're kind of a wimp. So ridiculous. Yeah. She said, this is what I consider sexual abuse on social media. I don't want to give oxygen to the trolls, but I saw the comments. I know I shouldn't read them, but it's hard not to. And I can see in people's profile pictures that they have kids or they have got daughters or there are women in their photos. And that is the stuff that I'm worried about. Yes. She said, tad amount to sexual abuse, if you call it that, adding that the remarks were repulsive and made her feel uncomfortable. Yes. Fucking disgusting. That's my picture I'm going to put up because she is... Yeah, that, that that's that's disgusting. Yeah, that, that, that I mean, come, it's a fucking picture. And then the, you know what? So yeah, they, they all got. They got it's like the, you know the, they got you know, the, people drink to get the kegs under their arms when they walk. You know they walk with their arms out like they're tough and shit. Ridiculous, disgusting. Yeah, she should feel uncomfortable. That's wrong. Gio Gonzalez uh, signed a minor league deal with the Yankees, and if he's not brought up, then he's gone. That's what he said. So we'll see how that works out. And Trevor Simeon, Trevor Simeon's going to be the Jets' backup, one year, $2 million. Yeah, I, Clint Frazier did not have a good spring training, but I also think they didn't want to, you know, yeah, they didn't want to pay him. So Eloy, I, I saw Eloy, Eloy Jimenez hasn't played a day in the major leagues. He got assigned a six-year, $43 million contract with the White Sox, including two club options that, two club options that can be, uh, that could be worth, up to $77 million. $77 million. He's 22 years old. He's expected to start, start the season at triple A. This never happened before. Biggest contract. How about that? Doubles, the, and this guy Kingery on the, uh, Scott Kingery with Philly, doubles the deal that he signed last year. They think he's going to be star level talent. We'll see how that works out. Yeah, it's, uh, Six years. Hasn't played a goddamn game yet. Oh, I got a haircut today. I'm very happy how my haircut looks. I like my haircut. I like my haircut. I like the way it looks. I like when I feel all so fresh and clean. Uh, my friend Sherry is having a 50th birthday party tomorrow. I'm excited about that. Jimmer Fredette signs with the Phoenix Suns. Scored 75 points in Japan this year. I sent uh, LG to her daughter. Her daughter's going to acting camp this summer, so I was giving her a pep talk. And she can sing. Her daughter can freaking sing. I was like, wow, I can't sing like that. No, not even close. No, never, never, never. And Dwayne Wade got a signed sign jersey from Tim Duncan, Ginobili, and Tony Parker. Yeah, kind of like, okay, yeah. And Buck signed Moral, 
uh, Javadafar, who is going to be the assistant strength coach, and then Lori Locust, who's going to be a, I think, an offensive line coach, assistant offensive line coach, as full-time assistant coaches, the first NFL team with two female coaches. I thought that was pretty freaking cool, right? Jared Cook signs with the Saints. Jesus, they're going to be good. Holly Holmes signs a new deal with a six-fight deal with the UFC. I love watching her fight. You badass. James Harden scored 57 points in an overtime loss the other night. He's having a freaking, I mean, what a year. Greg Bird had x-rays. He had some swelling and tightness after being hit by a pitch. He's always fucking hurt, dude. He is a train wreck. And uh, Mike Hopkins, the Washington coach, gets a six-year contract, I think, for almost $18 million. For, uh, from uh, UW. And uh, Bryce Harper his first home run in the Phillies uniform. That's good. I would like seeing that. And then the, the fan was interested in getting rid of Francesa and bringing in Adam Schein, who I can't. I am not a. I am not a fan. I am not a fan. I am not a fan at all. No, he turned sixty-five Wednesday, but they said it. You know, now he's going to stay. It's serious. I was like, uh, just go. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of Adam Chai. He's got a really annoying voice. Yeah, John Morant can play. Yeah, I. Yeah, I. This is the best time of year, and I had to work yesterday, so I missed some of the games. And today, I'm going to watch. I'm pretty. I'm pretty psyched. This is a great time. Blake Snell. How about that? Yeah. Oh yeah. I when I look at my haircut, it looks so handsome. And Vandy fired Bryce Drew after they went 0 and 18 in the uh, SEC. The new AD fired the coach after only attending one practice, which they said surprising, but hey, it happens. Sometimes you're here one minute, you're gone the next. And I worked out today, man. I did not feel, I did not feel, uh, I felt kind of, ugh. Julio Jones is closing in on a four or five year contract extension that will pay him $20 million a year. He can play, man. He can play. He can play. And how about this? Anthony Ashnault is the first Four-time All-American in Rutgers wrestling history. He's in the semis. So is uh, Nick Suriano, who pinned his uh, guy in the in the quarterfinals. Wait, they're in the semis now. I think they're going to the semis. Oh, I'd love the Nets to eliminate the Lakers tonight. Oh, and I read this today. Before you cheat today, eat a piece of cheese. Why would I eat a piece of cheese before? I, that, that's not the thing I would say someone to cheat, but drink a glass of water, yes. Fold a load of laundry, okay. Call your BFF. Walk out the door and around the block. State your health goal out loud. Remember how you felt the last time. Wait for 15 minutes. Eh, but eat the piece of cheese. No, I'm going to go with no on that front. No. And Greg Bird set the play Saturday. Thank God. Because I said, oh, man, he misses any more time. That's it. All right. Yeah. So we got to do some trivia questions. Hold on a sec. All right. Trivia questions. What did the Chiefs do in 2018 that had only been done by the 1966 Giants? They lost two games this se- uh, this past season that they scored at least 40 points in. How about that? Okay, uh, tonight's trivia question. Which, which NFL kicker has made the most 50-plus yard field goals in NFL history? What NFL kicker has made the most 50-plus yard field goals in NFL history? All right, we got UNC Iona tonight at 9-something, 940. I'm going to watch that game. Go Heels. And I'm got the kids tomorrow morning basketball, uh, and I'm still I still got my my final four teams are still alive. 
Oh, wow. I took Tennessee. Yeesh. Okay, yep. And not Florida State. I got Duke, Tennessee, Florida State, UNC. All live. Well, UNC hasn't played, and either is Duke. But they're not losing tonight. Folks, have a great night. Talk to you soon. Peace out.